Morty gets ditched by his heroes and finds out his grandpa doesn't love him. This is spoilers. This is spoilers. Hey, there. Welcome to Spoilers. I am your host, Stevie, and tonight we are discussing, uh, hopefully, a rather quick episode of... It's actually the fourth episode of Rick and Morty, Vindicators 3, The Return of World Ender. We're doing Vindicators 2! Two! Two! <laughs> actually, one for the audience, and two for Morty, and three for all the Vindicators, but <laughs> let's go ahead and toss it around to say who you are, where you're recording from, and if you can, which episode of Rick and Morty is your favorite, or at least one you're very fond of? Pappy, what's up? Hey, this is Pappy, recording from Denver, Colorado, and I guess I'll toss it back to season one, Mr. Meeseeks, because uh, that's when I think Morty gets his little Morty yep. card for like 10 stamps, and that's one of my favorite episodes of all time, so that's one that sticks out for me. Pappy, look at me. Jordan, how about you? Hey, this is uh, Jordan. I'm recording from Greensboro, North Carolina. Um, I would say my favorite episode is probably, uh, I'm a big fan of the Morty Night Run, to be honest. Uh, it's kind of, this question kind of caught me off guard, but I also like the first episode of this season, but Josh, what about you? Hey, this is Josh Elkhart, Indiana, Blackout Passion. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, wait, wait. That was our episode few episodes ago uh kind of like i was telling you guys before the pod much like a grateful dead set rick and morty is just one big song man i don't have a favorite episode i don't know all right good answer uh thank you (laughs) if i had to say i think i have a top two i watched the most which is total rick hall in season two Uh, (laughs) i watch that one all the time and then um Season two's opener, A Rickle in Time. I think I laughed the hardest at that episode. But getting to uh, I really like the four, Pickle Rick, Pickle Rick episode. Actually, Stevie hates Pickle Rick. I <laughs> did not like Pickle Rick at all. What do you guys like about so it so much? much? He just bitches about it all the time. Hey, if anyone wants I to know what Pat, I hate Pickle Rick. <laughs> if anyone wants to know about Stevie's thoughts, they can go back and listen to that episode. It just doesn't right? work when it's just Rick by himself. He needs a Morty anyway. Uh, this is pretty much, um, and you guys want to describe the opening scene? It pretty much starts off like a lot of episodes in their garage tinkering with stuff. Yeah, there's a little bit where there's like these little caterpillars and Morty's trying to kill them because <laughs> apparently they'll render, I guess they'll bring like a children of men scenario to the whole Earth. world sterile. <laughs> yeah. You better so. freeze your spor- sperm, Morty. Pretty much what kicks off the episode is, I guess there's like this crystal that goes off, it's purple, and it's a call from the Vindicators, which are pretty much a shitty version of the Guardians of the Galaxy to assemble, and Rick does not want to go at all, but Morty is pumped, and this is where we get the call back from season one in the Meeseeks episode, where Morty uses his, uh, I guess his coupon for one in every ten adventures Morty can pick. <laughs> and unfortunately, this is fully stamped. Like his card is fully stamped. And I think this, for that reason, why I think this might be the last season of Rick and Morty. Oh. But um, 
pretty much the intro ends with a bird picking up one of the worms and Rick telling uh, Morty to start freezing a sperm. Morty should know by now that his adventures don't go well because the last one he picked, I'm pretty sure he damn near got raped. In a <laughs> raped by King Jellybean. Even if this is the last one that Morty ever picks, I think they're showing you that like, and and like with the whole Vindicators 3, they're showing you that the, all these other adventures are taking place like all the time. So could they do another season of just like backfilling adventures? Probably. I feel like Probably. That's a, I feel like that's a leap to say this is the last season because of that. I mean, Rick says 90, 96 more years, right? Well, am I the only one who had like a double take? Is like, was there a first Vindicators episode? <laughs> like, I I thought they were calling back. To, I was like, I don't think there is. But am I super, super drunk? drunk? I thought I missed an episode too. And the only thing I could think of was maybe the Vindicators were in the comic book series of Rick and Morty. Mm. And? That's the only thing. What are they? I don't know. I haven't read them. So that's the only I thought you were I host. Think. I thought you were the I know. expert on those. <laughs> no, I just I haven't read them. I always see them at Barnes and Noble, and they're so damn expensive. But um, pretty much, we fast forward. We end up at the Hall of the Vindicators. Do you guys want to describe the Vindicators and kind of compare them to the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy? <laughs> well, I think they're more like the Avengers, right? Their logo is the Avengers logo upside down. <laughs> Ant Man. Million Ants Man. Million Ants Man. There's like the regular human guy. Uh, what's his name? His name is Maximus Renegade. Star, Star Soldier. Tony, Tony Stark is his name. <laughs> yeah. Alan Rails, who's the like John Henry sort of hero. Which, what did you call John Henry before the pod started? Uh, okay, let's not get into that. Anyway. Wow. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, you were sticking to your guns, too, but whatever. I just said he was kind of like a black Johnny Appleseed, that's all. <laughs> I don't think that's a leap. It doesn't make any sense. Why doesn't it make any sense? Just because they're like... They're both folklore tales. It's just American folklore so, one swinging a hammer, one swinging an axe. But they, there's no like common theme that it's like. I don't know. I sorry, Steve. That's a yeah, good. No, that's I a don't good know thought. Either. <laughs> Go ahead. Do you guys recognize the voice of Million Ants Man? Who was it? Tom Kenny, the voice of SpongeBob. Really? If you kind of notice. Uh, when they're going around the table and Morty is devastated to find out that uh, there was uh, a Vindicators 2 and Million Ants Man goes, I sense insecurity. It was kind of wrong the voice when on SpongeBob where they do the Jacques Cousteau like four hours later. <laughs> <laughs> That's what kind of made me think of it. Uh, Christian that- Slater plays well, Max wait, wait, wait. If I can say something about Million Ant Man... I would say that he's a he's an ant, Johnny Appleseed. Okay. Who's <laughs> <sighs> Crackybot's analog supposed to be in? I thought it was Rocket from Guardians. Oh, okay, okay. Because like I thought, like a million ants would be Groot, and then uh, Supernova would be uh, like the green chick. 
And Maximus Renegade Star Soldier would be like Chris Pratt, who's Star Lord. That's fair. Okay. But really, Alan Rails I mean, would be like uh, it's a shot at all those super team movies. Probably going all yeah. the way back to what was Wonder Woman and um, on with Superman and the ju- yeah. I think it's like a a, just a shot at too. all of them. Yeah, I think so. God anyway, damn. Yes, Pap. Do you want to describe <laughs> the be- the best vindicator of all of them? <laughs> He's Mister Noob Noob. Am I <laughs> that correctly? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. He's always his role is like sweep up the poop or mop up the poop. Not only that, he has like discombobbled eyes. He looks kind of like uh, Mr. Poopy Butthole. When he said, his voice when he is said, the same, Mr. Poopy Butthole. It's so funny though. Dude. Is it? It's so funny. I lost my shit every time. And the fact that the whole spoiler alert, the episode hinges on Rick loving him so much is <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Yeah, because Rick is really just crapping all over all the Vindicators, and you just see Mr. Newton going, damn! <laughs> so basically this episode is like subverted because it's supposed to be a typical Avengers Justice League going to defeat their ultimate rival, but when they get there, him and his whole minion <laughs> army is dead, and Rick has just set up a saw scenario. <laughs> and he they claims, go to like, meet no, World Ender. Yeah, he claims no responsibility for it too. He's like, "Oh, that's Blackout, Rick. What? What part about Blackout don't you understand?" <laughs> and they ask him like, "Why do you keep saying he? It's you." <laughs> and I, I'm on the like wiki for rick and morty and for this episode it it lists known enemies and there's three so here are the three enemies doom nomnatron and world ender and drunk rick (laughs) (laughs) drunk rick (laughs) but yeah um their arch nemesis is already dead and they go on their adventure rick has set up a whole saw scenario uh, Maximus Renegade is the first to go. AKA uh, Tony Stark. I think Star Lord, played by Christian, voiced by Christian Slater. And really? uh, yeah, I was kind of surprised to see that too. But he gets a horrible death of, looks like he shot about 50 times, gets chainsawed, cut in half. I think there's a lawnmower in there. <laughs> there's a lawnmower in there. Um, his rocket boots, after he's cut in half, take off. Gets exploded by Crocubot. Oh, that little moment cracked me up. He's like, his <laughs> limbs are like flying around and he's all dead. And Crocubot just takes this like crack shot, just explodes. <laughs> uh, they go on to the next uh, saw level, I guess. Um, what was this riddle again? Pretty much it was. Do you guys remember this riddle at all? It was. Was it like the. They had each person's face and their name and then like a descriptor. That was the first one. No, this one was that, like the Hawaiian Rick, right? He's like, aloha means hello. And that goodbye. was the basketball one. That was the next one, right? Yeah. The, was, okay. was, the second one was where they had to point to somewhere in the universe and Morty that no one talks about Israel. Yeah, yeah and it's <laughs> Rick getting apparently anti-Semitic in previous and past with Morty when he's blackout drunk. <laughs> Should we? Is this Croc- the place where we can bring up BOP again? Or 
Of course, have at so it. So I just want to hit way too close to home. <laughs> <laughs> I think Rick is also giving you guys an out where you guys can just refer to they as blackout spoilers. <laughs> well, let's be fair. When we did Blackout Passion, we all thought it was just going to be a typical review. And we started doing it, and it turns out Pappy had set it up into a Saw scenario. <laughs> <laughs> That's very and true. And Pappy lost at his own game. <laughs> yes, he did. Crocky <laughs> uh, Bach gets smashed in half in this one. And throughout each level, you can. It, it's also like a common theme since like season two that Rick and Morty's relationship is just deteriorating. And Morty's having less and less faith and less and less fun with Rick. And while he's crapping on the Vindicators, we get to the next level of, uh, it's just Supernova, Alan Rails, and Million Ants left. And Rick is so drunk, he doesn't even come up with a clever, like, saw level. He's just like, <laughs> eh, just just make a, a five three-pointers in, in f- five minutes and, and, and you, you can live. While also setting up a bomb in the same room. <laughs> and this was probably, uh, probably my favorite moment of the whole episode. Jordan, you know what I'm talking about with Morty? Uh, with Morty when they're trying to like, find the fuse or whatever? Yeah. See, I was paying more attention to the, to the three-pointers part of this. <laughs> <laughs> As an Indiana boy, I really appreciated that the third level of saw was just to drill some three pointers i felt like i would have been able to help out out there a little bit they cheated every time though it's bullshit <laughs> five three pointers in five minutes is not tough no not a lot especially if you can like ant it into the hoop <laughs> how drunk, how drunk rick was yeah. i like how they cheated but, in basically five different ways <laughs> each basket they cheated <laughs> But uh, Rick is pretty much saying he's like laced the whole place with neutrino bombs and uh, he kind of eyeballed it. So he's about to like destroy the whole universe. And Morty's going over acting like he knows what he's talking about. And Rick is like, Morty, how many have these have you? And uh, Morty just cuts them off. He's like, too many, Rick, too many. (laughs) (laughs) As well as the deterioration of uh, Million Ants. Alan Rails and Supernova's relationship when Alan Rails finds out that Million Ants and his then wife <laughs> Supernova had slept together and conceived an ant baby. And Rick like that, sets it up too because he's like, uh, figure out your own uh, moral conflict. And then like, he's just like, <laughs> oh, you guys make a pretty good team, huh? <laughs> so manufactured. Like, just like you did on that planet that one time for three days. Delphi number five. But, uh, Alan... He was uh, better than you! <laughs> Million Ants ends up putting all of his ants inside Alan Rails yeah. and exploding him. <laughs> one of the more ridiculous deaths. All one million ants. Oh, I like all the way that so- Supernova killed Million Ants, too. I like that. Next level. We get to the next level, and uh, Rick is just ready to go to bed at this point because he's so blackout. And what's he say? You put the most in, like the thing you hold most dear on the podium. The thing that I would ho- hold. Is this an empty podium? Morty kind of sets it up to where he's just like, it's nothing. Rick hates you all. He just wants you to. I forget what he says. He pretty much says he wants you guys to try to find meaning in life before you die because your lives are pointless. What was it? Blackout Rick pretty much... Uh, Sober Rick goes on a spiel about how much Blackout Rick actually loves Morty. 
And that's well, he when said it, he said it could have been Morty. He's like, I'm not making any promises. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not making any promises. I get and super Morty, emotional and weird. So and every time yeah. someone's wrong in these games, like Crocodile goes up there and very unceremoniously unsu- like touches the globe, and it just like collapses and flattens. <laughs> But like for some reason, when Morty gets in that chair, I guess because he's kind of the same size as Noob Noob. <laughs> They're relatively the same size. That's the only reason he didn't die. <laughs> Josh, you want to break down the uh, rocket ship carousel, carousel ride? So Morty gets in thinking he's all important to Rick, and he starts <laughs> to go smirk. through like a, a space version of Small World. <laughs> he gets to the end, and it's just... A like tape recording of Rick confessing his love for Noob Noob. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically it. While just crapping on Morty at the same time. Because <laughs> like in the video, Rick is tearing up and Morty's tearing up like, I know he's been a bad grandpa this episode, but he really does love me. And Rick kind of throws out the uh, comment like, the Vindicators are stupid. Even my own grandson is a moron laughing at that all their jokes. Ass, yeah. <laughs> but that's kind of their dynamic, the uh, demographic they're looking for. And Rick confesses his love for Noob Noob. Which only comes because Noob Noob was kind of <laughs> laughing at his jokes. <laughs> I also love in the beginning where Noob Noob's su- suiting up and he has like machine guns on him. He's ready to go. He's like, oh boy, am I nervous for my first mission? Then he has to clean up the shit. Nope, noob, noob. Rick's own shit. Supernova actually changes his machine gun into a broom. (laughs) (laughs) Or squeegee. Uh, Noob, noob. And he just slips on a bunch of Rick's Rick's dire dire fucking fucking (laughs) rain. Morty ends up at the back of the top of the podium. Rick's wondering what happened. And Morty just kind of shuts him off. Like, I don't even want to talk about it. Uh, before they go to the top, was it Supernova then kills million ants by killing the queen ant? Yeah, she like sucks the queen ant out of him and like squashes that and all the ants <laughs> scatter. She killed Snuzzles. Titty being killed Snuzzles. Uh, they get to the top and we figure out that Blackout Rick was so blackout that he threw a party for himself when they reached the top. And the party is headlined by a rapper named Logic. Is Logic a real rapper? Yes. And okay. I just looked it up. That's actually him that's rapping. Very cool. Uh, I guess check him out on iTunes. He's all right. But um, that's pretty. Is that pretty much the episode? Just ends with the party. Did I forget anything? I mean, the party kind of saves Rick and Morty because as they rise up in this chamber Supernova to it. Escapes. Supernova's about to kill him, and then she can't because of all, all the witnesses, I guess. Yeah. Supernova escapes, and then uh, I believe that's the end of the episode. Uh, so what'd you looking, guys think? Looking at the current members, then, who aren't deceased from the Vindicators, <laughs> all we have left are non-drunk Rick, Noob Noob, and Supernova, <laughs> who's clearly gone rogue. So... <laughs> Classic. Oh, and that's how the episode ends is um, Logic starts rapping about Noob Noob and Rick throws out, who the F is Noob Noob? (laughs) (laughs) And Morty gives him the dirtiest stare and that's when the credits hit. Wasn't there like an after credit scene too with the, uh, let me tell you about the Gears Wars guy? Uh, Yeah. 
Where he's running the vest or something. Oh, when he goes to see his family? Yeah, I didn't really understand it. I think Gears guy dies. But I don't know if that matters. I don't think it matters. Well, he's um, he just like he just like tripped and fell, and it, all his gears fell apart. That was the very last thing. Rick made him eat his ball gears one time. <laughs> 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 what exactly do you know about the gear wars? Uh, overall, what'd you guys think about this episode? Would you give it a yes, give it a no? What'd you guys think about overall with like this season so far? I'll go first. Uh, I think this season is just hit hitting the stride. Like I said, it's all one song, man. And it's going to be a dark day when I give a Rick and Morty episode a no. So this is a yes for Josh. Yeah, this is uh, Pappy. I thought it was hilarious. Um, it's actually like a poignant commentary on either Guardians of the Galaxy or Avengers or just Marvel in general. It's so funny. And like I love how these episodes all like parody a specific movie franchise so definitely yes I, I laugh my ass off yeah i mean i would agree it's it's interesting to see them turn back to like individual episodes rather than the serialization that they had in season two i would say um it's definitely yes for me also it just i was thinking about going back to like community because dan Harmon also made that he's had some instances in that show where they reference older like events that never happened as well so like the whole like vindicators 2 thing that kind of makes sense and like the the one of the producers has previous i guess so yeah stevie what about you speaking community uh jillian jacobs who played britta on community was the voice of supernova oh yeah i didn't even recognize her at first i didn't realize until the credits yeah uh this is a definite yes for me i'd say it's probably my favorite episode of the season so far but uh i mean we'll get into it later about pickle rick but i love i mean i just love rick and morty so as josh said it'll be a dark day when i give uh rick and morty a no so definite yes for me Uh, i believe that's all yeses for rick and morty episode four season three anything else to add sorry i forgot the choo-choo train whistle We'll put I like it, it when post. Yeah, we'll take from a different episode. I'll find it. I like it when Pappy says, take it away, spoiler man. Take it away, <laughs> spoiler man. <laughs> <laughs> this was spoilers. Josh Hensley from the Rutabaga wrote our theme. It's lit. Twitter is at spoilers underscore pod. Subscribe on SoundCloud or iTunes. Please don't forget to leave us a review. That was spoilers. That was spoilers. Where's Mikey? Why is Mikey still out? Does he not have time?